It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud out, what do you got? I don't know if you guys knew this. I actually did not know this, that Beverly Hills is the most surveillance city in the nation. Surveillance in what way? Like with cameras and stuff. Oh, okay. I'm not surprised by that. You mean like on the streets and stuff? Yes, yes. Mm I I mean, I'm not surprised because, you know, Rodeo Drive and all that other stuff. But I didn't know that. I did not know that. Okay. Well, now you guys know. In the world or the country? The nation, yeah, in the country. Oh, okay. But even though it is the most surveillance city in the nation, it will be getting added cameras due to the high robbery, smash and grab robbery at the jewelry stores that's been happening. So they're going to add right now, they have over 2,000 active security cameras, and they are going to add an undisclosed amount more to the city of Beverly Hills. Mm. That's crazy. So, mm. careful. I mean, yeah. and brother's always watching. Get Axel Foley on the case. And 500 um, um, license readers that they're going to add. License plates readers. License plate readers? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Well, a lot of gated communities already have that. Like when you drive into, drive into someone's gated community, they're taking a picture of your license. When you right. go to the Ireland I, estates, like I, I mean, have. I don't go to I don't I don't go to those. You well, know, I'm telling you, when I've been to the Ireland estates, <laughs> yeah, you know, not yet, not yet, but they are going to have at the party that uh, you know at the Trudell birthday party, right? That no one was supposed to, to know told, about, right? Right, originally, but now <laughs> so we I blabbed my fat mouth on the air. Yeah, well, because yeah. Mason wasn't invited, and, right? Yeah, people's feelings get hurt, you know? Well, only yeah. the people that were in the league, right? Right, only the people in. It was only league people. Yeah. People in the league, not people and, out, and out of the league. And Chris. Oh, Chris was invited. Yeah. But, I mean, Chris is Chris, so I can see why he was invited. And the taco oh. truck was fired. Did that Chris Ireland go? Had. Wait a minute, what happened? Did you go Remember to that Trudell Ireland? party you went to oh, at yeah, Ireland's that was, house? That was off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> off the chain. <laughs> yeah. They had a taco man? They did have a taco man. That, it was like an Asian fusion taco place. It was delicious. Really? You know, I'm trying to hire a taco man right now. Ask Ireland what the name of that thing was, that taco truck was. Yeah, I'm hiring a taco man for my daughter's high school graduation. She wants a taco man. How much do you think a taco man is? I mean, how many people are you having at your party? He asked me that. I told him about 50, but I don't really know the answer. I said, you're going to have to, you know, give me a little bit of time here. I haven't even put out invitations yet. Figure if it's 50 people. If I, now, maybe someone in the audience could help us out with this at 877-710-ESPN. But if, if I had to guess, 50 people, probably like 20, 25 bucks a person is my guess because people are going to eat a lot. Um, so you do the math. I don't know. This, By the way, this, this isn't a bit. I believe producer Jorge's family, a relative, has a whole taco setup. Oh, dude, I would love to use Jorge's people. Then so. There you go. My yeah. dad has a taco setup. Dude, he's so good. Oh, yeah, really? Producer wow. Laura. So yeah, I just so Googled it and it says that they can cost anywhere from six to twelve dollars a person with a rental minimum of anywhere from five hundred to a thousand dollars. Well, you know, I called this guy because somebody had given me his number and I said, Yeah, I'm looking for a taco guy. And they said, Well, here, call this guy Luis. And I, I called him. I said, Yo, Luis, what's up, man? How you doing? I go, Yo, I'm looking for a taco man. He said, How many people? I said, Fitty. He Fitty? said, Okay. okay. He said, Five hundred bucks. I'm like, That's Really? Cheap. That's cheap. That's what I thought. Bro. I thought the same thing. I yeah. thought the same thing. Now, I've been texting him ever since, 
and he's gone dark on me, which I think he's thinking, oh, man, I quoted this guy a price. It was way too low. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not working for this guy. By the yeah. way, the phone. And he probably pop- Googled you. Did you tell him what your name was? No. No. Well, I, I actually, my best friend has, his parties always have a taquero, or in this case, a taquera. She is fire, too. She's really good. I have her info. Did, and, now, and, was this before, the, did he give you the quote before you, you told him where you lived? No, um, no, I don't think so. I, I think... rich tax you, bro. I'll be really? honest. Oh, yeah, yeah you got to hit cap with a rich tax. Yeah, really? For sure. You got to send that invoice to Rachel and double it. Double it. 100%. Oh, look, John is in L.A. Thank you. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. John, what do you got for us? John. Yo, John, what's up, man? I don't understand what happened to John. We lost John. All right. Sorry, That's John. a shame. Call back. It's too bad. That's unfortunate. He was there. He just didn't answer. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I thought also, like, wow, $10 per person for the taco man? Because I would tell you right now, when a taco man is around. Yeah, but I, I, I would see, I would upcharge to 20 because I feel like people are going to have at least seconds. Seconds? I mean, there are times when I've gone into a party and there's a taco man there, and I'll eat 30, 40 tacos. What? You're not eating. What is wrong no, with not. you? No, you're not. You're well, let me so ask you guys stupid. a question. Have you guys ever been to a buffet at a hotel? Yes. And, and like, you, you look at the price and you're like, oh, my God, $50 really for the buffet? And then you, and you're like, okay, well, I've had a plate and I'm good, but yeah, maybe I should have a little bit more. And then you have a little bit more and then you're like. Yeah, but 30 or 40 street tacos is a lot of tacos, bro. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'm exaggerating like a little bit, but, I mean, I'm not joking where I could put down a dozen, maybe maybe 16 or so. 16? I mean, I'm just I'm just eating nonstop oh, because the taco man. Oh, just have a carne asada or a carnitas? What do we see, got? See, uh, pollo I love, I love y carne y, uh, so y carnitas y see see. And then what I do is when the taco what man just, gives you way, whose house was that that it sounded like something just toppled over in the kitchen? Oh, that could Deadly be caps. me. That could be yeah. me. Yeah, I got I got kids here. Are the now. kids making like a grilled cheese sandwich and a no, glass of milk or something? No. Oh, I, there it is. Joey Arcio sent it to me. What do you say? If you want the Asian fusion tacos, these guys are the OG goats. Is it Kogi or Koji? Koji. The beef? Koji. Uh, K- no, the, the place is called oh. Koji. Was it K-O-J-I? K-O-G-I. O-G-I. Oh, that could Kogi. be Kogi then. Kogi Barbecue. Yes, that's the that's the truck that Ireland had at, at the Ireland Estates. Oh. Yeah. And, and the girls for, for this graduation party, they want not just the taco man, but they want a churro man. Oh, now we're talking. Now, somebody told me that certain taco men are also simultaneously churro men. Perhaps. By the way, Laura, you hear how I'm attempting to roll my R's on the churro? What Not very successfully, it? by the way. Churro. Churro. Better. Yeah, and I, I want a taco man and a churro man for this high school graduation you party. you got to get the, the churros from Disney. The they best. do. That's a lot of powdered sugar, though, hanging around your house, Cap. Yeah. That's not good. You know? Yeah. Well, this is also like Might a party. some uh, PTSD. Mm. <laughs> 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 this is also a party that's not necessarily intended for, like, all the high school kids to come over and have a celebration. This is more for like a party of like my friends to come over with envelopes. Oh, you know, there you go. Uh, so yeah, it's about 500 bucks. Most places for you know, 10 bucks a person. Asking. Yeah. About 10 bucks a person. That's really reasonable. Oh my God. Super reasonable. It's insane. Really? Michelle Beadle used to do that too. When she had her Super Bowl parties. You got a lot of Michelle Beadle references today. I mean, it just two, not a lot, but well, it's it's, a lot. You, mentioned, you mentioned F1. She's a huge F1 person. She talks about it all the time on social media, and mm-hmm. you know, she used to throw the bomb Super Bowl party. Okay, I, I wasn't invited. I don't know Michelle Beadle. I mean, well, there you go. 
one day, maybe. Well, she doesn't live. Are you going to invite us all to this taco birthday party? Damn right, I am. Yeah. And it's not a birthday party; it's a graduation he, party. He's inviting us oh. because he knows we're not all driving down there too. There's that. Ooh, I think right. we could take a carpool though. Yeah, graduation party. What are you I'm saying, down. Chris? I think we could all carpool down there, or take the train. It's a nice oh, idea. The train. When well, Chris, is this? You, this is June fourth. Oh, uh, there's something June fourth. I'm busy. You got something going on, huh? <laughs> no, but seriously, there's something. And they, that, that, well, the NBA Keyshawn needs something. Is that what he said? I think so. <laughs> George, you're going back to the NBA. Are you out of health and safety protocols? Are you well, allowed I, to go back I, to traveling? It looks like I'll be testing out of it here in the next day or two. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, uh, I, I'm trending in that direction based on the testing. The reason I ask is because, as you are well aware, I'm sure, but DeMarco and I, the great Rams defensive lineman and Super Bowl champion, I'm DeMarco aware. and I this Friday will be at the Rams draft house. Right. Well, if I don't have a game on Friday and I can test out of protocols, I will be joining you. Okay. Well, that's what I was I was wondering because even if you do come, which hopefully you do, I mean, I guess on one hand, you pass the test and you go back into covering the NBA. On the other hand, having DeMarco with us would be a lot of fun. And DeMarco and I have already made a decision, George, executive decision. Yeah. We're going to go to the Rams draft house around 12 to 1 p.m. so that we can put on some board shorts, lay by the pool, and enjoy this $9,500 a night mansion that the Rams have rented. Okay, cool. So Did they plan invite on. you to do that, Cap? Did who invite me? The Rams. No, they no, didn't invite not really. me. No, they didn't invite me, but I figure, you know, if I go there and the show goes on at four and I gotta be there at let's just call it three Sight and check. I show up and yeah. I, right, and if I show up at one, then this way if everybody's like like if Les Sneed comes up to me and he goes, Why are you shirtless in board shorts hanging by the pool? And my answer would be so that I can properly get the full experience to describe it to everybody on the air. Because when I'm at the Rams draft house, everybody's at the Rams draft house. You don't think that's a legit thing to say, Linz? Sure, but I still wouldn't. You know, I personally wouldn't impose. I would just kind of be like at least. Well, throw but it out I mean, there. what makes you think Kaplan wouldn't right, impose? Right, right, right. And what, right. what makes you think it's an imposition is the other question. I, I mean, because these guys are going to be preparing for the draft. Yeah, but they chose to have a draft party in it's a crazy not a party. Well, per they se. could very easily now, use their... Now, are you sticking around for the draft, too? Like, past the when we're, like, off the air? Well, you figure we're going to get off the air at 7, and the draft, that this is rounds 2 and 3. Yeah, draft will go at, le- uh, will go at least another hour or so. Well, maybe I'll do some post-show drinks by the pool. I could see capping the guy that runs into the war room. He somehow gets in there. And as I try to tell everybody, yes. hey, guys, did you see this guy at number 123? Right. we yeah, got to trade up for him. Right. Yeah, There's this, a defensive this. back from Youngstown yeah. State. I'm really yeah. high on him. Yeah. You should see his 40 time. He's got thick thighs. Yeah. yeah. Full base. Yeah, he does, he, he does can rush. Drill. Yeah. He's got upside potential. Upside potential. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> Good football IQ. Yeah. Right. He's got a motor that never stops. I would do it. I would. And frankly, I think I have a qualified opinion yet again. I've scouted. Yeah? Other than Taco Men, what have you scouted? (laughs) You know. You know it. I mean, come on. We're talking about the Studio 54 days. You know what I was scouting. Yeah. Hey, real quick. Did you see Walker Bueller to finish that conversation and actually pay this off the right way? Did you see he used smelling salts to go out for the ninth inning? I did see that. I did. Um, You find that unusual or no? I mean, sort of, yeah. I mean, whatever makes you work, work for you, bro. But I mean, you know, it was weird. Smelling salts. It's like, hey, I'm going into the ninth inning. I want to finish this complete game shutout. And you know what? Let me take a, a sniff of the smelling salts and just mm, wake me up. We should do that. We should try some, some smelling salts on the air and see what the effect is. Uh huh. Are you sure you didn't take some already he, today, I Cap? I was going to say, Cap, that was a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knew how to do that, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. 
You guys thought that sounded sus, did you? Hella sus. sus. Yeah. H- hella sus. Hella sus. Yeah. Really? Not just sus. No, hella hella sus. sus. I looked at Morales right. like, whoa. All right. Hella sus. That's taking sus to a different level is what that is. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. All right. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Smelling salts. Did you ever smelling salt when you had to go kick it in college? Nah, I don't think so. I don't think so. But um. But I would try it now just to kind of get an idea of what it's all well, about. Chris you know? felt like you probably were on smelling salts earlier in the show. He, he you were fired up. Well, listen, I was off the air yesterday. I got one of these. I got a Bill Belichick kind of mentality. No days off. Mama, no Mama, days Mama, off. Show, that's why. So, say again, Laura. I can't do it. Morales is just better. Thank you. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, but I don't like to take days off, man. It's like it's not my thing, you know. And so for me to take a day off, I'm telling you right now, if I take a day off, unless it's a scheduled vacation, you know, I'm really sick. Yeah. Just to let everybody know. Yeah. How many times has Sedano said "yeah" in this segment? He's fed up with Cap. I think he is right now. No. No, I'm just trying to get us to break. Oh, okay. yeah. Do it. Do what you got to do, George. Do your thing. Uh, so, uh, Cap. Speaking of the Rams, they put out this video today that uh, has everyone buzzing. Uh, so I wanted to kind of get into that a little bit as well because I am, I'm surprised, but I'm glad that they did it. And I'll explain why I, I'm surprised uh, in just a moment. But uh, did somebody just whisper something in my ear? I was just saying, but first we got to do the contest. We have to do our giveaway. Oh, yes, Lindsay, go ahead. What are we doing? What are we giving away here? All right, so our giveaway is for the – Lombardi, the, Lom- the Lombardi, man, I can't even talk today. What is wrong with me? Okay, uh, we're giving you a chance to uh, attend our exclusive Lombardi you. party on Thursday, May 12th at Hollywood Park Casino. You can take a photo with the Vince Lombardi trophy and celebrate with the Ramley. Mason is going to be there. So if you listen to the show here, obviously we can hook you up with two passes. So how are we giving them away, Linz? Uh Let's do caller number seven. Caller seven right now, 877-710-ESPN. You will win passes to the party with Lombardi. There you go. And Mason will be there, too. That's coming up in just a moment. We'll have a winner. We'll announce it. And we'll have the uh, the Rams video that's got people buzzing today. We'll get to that as well next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this, too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yes, indeed, a live imaging Tuesday on Sedano and Cap a little after 6 o'clock, 6.15, give or take. There we go, here we go. Just for you, Cap. Yeah, let me hear it. Oh, yeah. Oh, bring this, sucker. I could see Cap jamming this back in the day with one of those weird sort of parties going on at his house. <laughs> Come on. Everybody get into it together. Come on, snap your fingers. Here we yeah. go. I'm snapping because it is an all disco Tuesday on Sedano and Cap. Here we go, Cap. Here we Come go. Come on. Go, Cap. You hear the rhythm of the snap right there, Chris? <laughs> Here we go. Do you know the song? Yeah. And sing it. Here it comes. Oh, you know the lyrics? Oh, okay. It's raining men. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> it's raining men. Oh, it's raining men. Hallelujah. You like this song, Laura? 
<laughs> I mean, I, I just told Chris I can't sing this. You don't like this song? I love this song. Do you guys yeah. remember? Sedona, you for sure. Remember in Living Color mm-hmm. when the two movie were, this was the song for, for Damon Wayans and yeah. uh, um, Alan Greer. It, it, right. And uh, what David was the Alan name Greer. of the skit, though? David Alan Greer. God, men on Film. Men on Film. Yes. yes. Yeah. Hated yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> two snaps in Z formation. <laughs> yeah. Those were some good days, Cap. Yeah, it's Back when men. you could have fun and people didn't get upset. Is that the Weather Girls? Is that the name of the group? Yes. The Weather Girls. It's raining men. Uh, hallelujah, it's raining men. Uh-huh. It's always a good time when it's raining men. Just saying. Yeah, it's not a bad time. I mean, I it depends, you know, on a random Tuesday. What's wrong with that? A live imaging Tuesday. Sedano and Cap continues now. Live imaging Tuesday is hashtag lit. It is lit. just want to say that. So far, I've used sus and now lit. And I am using age-inappropriate, right? Blase, blase. I'm using age-inappropriate language. Bingo. And for those of you that know, you know. I got a better question. Have you voted yet for Producer Lindsay as Producer of the Year? Or how about Associate Producer of the Year, one Laura, Producer Laura? Taylor, remember? we we Don't start with me. (laughs) 710awards.net. Vote now. Vote early. Vote often. 710awards.net, the 710 Mandy Awards, presented by Jim Beam, Buffalo Wild Wings, Friday, June 4th. We had a, a planning meeting. June 24th, excuse me. We had a planning meeting today. We got so much great content, so many great things that are going to be happening at the Mandy Awards. Yeah, yeah. hey, I have a question for everybody. Um, so I got a lot of listeners that have hit me up that expect me to hook them up with tickets. Uh, Manuel and Gardenia is, uh, is Or Gardena. Gardena and Gardena. Okay, gracias. Um, Manuel and I are going together. We've already talked about that on the air. Um, I've got a couple other listeners that are like, dude, I need wait, tickets. Wait, 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 wait. What? Rachel is not going with you? Oh no, Rachel's coming as well. Rachel's coming. Well, as well. It, we gotta. We, we're gonna have to figure this out over the next yeah, few weeks because we get gotta. A plus one, sir. We get a bit of yeah, a tie. You only get a plus one. Yeah, Why are you giving out tickets? <laughs> no, 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 no. I get a plus one as my guest, but then you know, listen. This is the way it works with me. You know, I got a lot of people that that you know require hookups, so I'm gonna need at least I'd say at least ten tickets on my. You're own. that guy, bro. You're yeah. always the guy. Yep, I'm that, that guy. Needs more crap than everybody yep. else. You want right. to know a fun story, real quick? Depends. Yeah. So I was at the Angel game last night, right? It was for work. Oh, I saw it on social media, but I, I wasn't stalking But then I was walking toward, through the Diamond Club, about to get mm-hmm. a cocktail with one of our, our co-workers here, co-teammate. And I ran into my friend from, that I took down to San Diego, randomly. Come on. No joke. You ran into her? Ran into her. And what happened? It was like, you know, it was nice, but then it was a lot of text later about like, oh, I didn't know you were at the Angel game, and oh, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. Did she have any text like, so are we still going to the Mandy's? Well, I saw, no, she didn't bring up the Mandy's, but... She did bring up Cap and Rachel, which I didn't mm-hmm. need, and then I somehow got looped into a, a Saturday night birthday party I got to go to now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's what you do with your girlfriend, Chris. You go to birthday parties for her. <sighs> I mean, what do you want me to tell you? You know, you just randomly ran into her. I'm yeah, she was there on that? business. I was there on business. Right, but I'm sure you guys communicated. Like, hey, I'm going to beat the angels. No, game we didn't later. communicate. In fact, I had I hadn't responded to her last text. Oh, really? Yeah. Now that's a little rude. <laughs> I've tried to distance myself, but now I'm back in. Just like Godfather the Three, Sedano. Just when I thought was I was out, they pulled me they back. Dragged in. They dragged me right back, right in. back in. Yeah, yep. understandable. She listen. She's a very attractive lady, and she's very smart. Uh, this is based on the the hour and change that I spent with her, and I think you'd be making a wise decision. She's a Mensa member. Come on, for reals? For reals? Wow. I don't think they'd let Cap in Mensa. Yeah, probably not. 
Um, be on the outside of it, you know. Just be on the outside looking in. Hey, let me in. Knock, knock, knock. Let me in. I'm smart, too. Kind of. Take me. Sedano and Cap continues now. Thank you. You hear that, Sedano? You hear that? The show continues now. It always continues. Okay. The show never stops. There you go. There you go. All right, so, uh, George, you were going to talk to us about video. the... Yes, please. So, do you like it? This Rams it. video they put oh out? Oh, my God. I love it. I'm surprised. I love it because I think some people... I heard Travis and Sliwa today talking about, like, like who is this for? Like, what are they doing? Are they putting a target on their back? Or, listen, when you're... To the victors goes the, to the, victor goes the spoils, back. is the way I would say. Uh, it, it, and, and I know that that's not... I guess it's not becoming of an NFL team to do it that way, but I actually think that the Rams have been very counterculture anyway. So just keep doing that. That's their being counterculture is their culture. Well, listen, if the Cleveland Browns decide to put together a, a short little film and tell the whole world that everybody's coming for you, um, no one thinks that's very funny. Mostly not because just simply because they weren't Super Bowl champions, but they're in Cleveland. Uh, or if it were Cincinnati, because, Lindsay, I don't want you to get all upset about this. Or if it were Buffalo or Jacksonville, for that matter. But if you're in L.A. or if you're in Miami or New York, as examples, and you're in places where the showbiz industry is happening and you decide to take a page from the showbiz industry, what what is wrong with that? I mean, to me, the, what the Rams did last year by winning the Super Bowl, and I know I talked about this forever, they were separating themselves from the other team that borrows their stadium on occasional Sundays. And so to to say, look, we're the team of Hollywood. That's why Dennis Quaid is playing Stan Kroenke. What's the guy's name who's playing uh, Les Sneed? What's what's that actor's name? Does anybody I don't know? Remember the actor's name. I don't know. I know He's, Dennis right. Quaid. No, 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 no. No, no Dennis, Dennis Quaid, Quaid was, uh, oh. was playing Stan Kroenke. Right. Funny hairdo, mustache, yeah. very cute, you know? Um. I don't remember the actor. And then there was an name. actor playing Lesney and an actor playing Sean McVay. Right? And they were great. And then you have Aaron Donald in it. You've got Van Jefferson. you got uh, Matthew Stafford. Um, I think Jalen Ramsey was in this video. I mean, dude, this, you're in Hollywood. This is the entertainment capital on the planet when it comes to making movies and TV shows. Why would you not take advantage of where you are? Which, by the way, this just gets me off on another tangent, George, which is, this is why I can't understand how Jerry West doesn't know better. Like like Jerry West for all these years living in L.A., Lakers, and as a player, a coach, a, a front office executive, now with the Clippers. Man, guy's been here 45, 50 years. He doesn't get the entertainment industry? The Rams get it. The Rams get the entertainment industry. The Rams get that they're Hollywood. And if they didn't win the Super Bowl, maybe they wouldn't do something like this. But you're the Super Bowl champions of Los Angeles, California. You got yeah. the greatest stadium on the planet. Putting together actors with your players and putting out a video this morning, dude, it's brilliant. Yeah, and to the to, again, to the victor goes the spoils. Do whatever you want, man. You know, and yes, most NFL team. I don't think there's been an NFL team that's done that since like the Chicago Bears did the uh, Super Bowl it, shuffle, the Super Bowl shuffle, right. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, people loved that too. Oh back my god, then. it was great. Yeah. I'm so, not here looking for trouble. I'm just here to do the Super Bowl shuffle. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like it's fine. Like it's okay. It's a sport. It's a game. Let's have fun too. Let's remember that. Okay. And oh. if you win, you can do whatever you want. And, you know, maybe they don't win this year. Maybe they do. Who knows? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, their thing is to be different. 
And clearly, being different has worked from their strategy on how to build a roster uh, to, you know, in regards to first-round picks, they'll trade first-round picks for proven commodities and make sure they nail those late-round picks. And, and that's kind of their thing. And they want to be flashy and loud. Go ahead. Do it. You won. Be as loud as you want. Well, you, you brought this up earlier when talking about the Lakers, how you can't be so top-heavy. And while you may look at the Rams and think of them as being that, um, they're really not, because even in this draft where they don't have a first-round draft choice, their first pick, I, I think I read this just the other day because I was looking it up as we are getting ready for this Friday show up at the draft house. Somebody checked me on this, but I think I saw that the Rams' first pick is not until pick 104, but I need a fact-checker to work with me on this. Yeah, but, it's, it's definitely in that realm. Yeah, yeah so, but, so here's what the Rams have. They don't have a first-round pick. And again, according to my half-ass research thus far, they probably don't have a second-round pick, so they don't pick until 104. But again, I need a fact-checker on this. So the thing is, but they've got like eight picks between rounds three through seven. So you can be a little top-heavy when you're the Rams because you're going to get a lot of young, inexpensive, hungry players to fill roles. And so that's really the big difference between what, how the Rams have built versus how the Lakers have built just if you're making a comparison between these two teams. Yeah, I love, I mean, listen, I love how Hollywood they are. Everybody can do it however they want. Like, as long, if it's successful, who cares, you know? Well, I... Uh, I'm just I, stunned I, that you took that position because I felt like you'd be, like, super into, like, that's not the way football people... Oh, are. no, man. I'm the opposite. I'm like, listen, if the Rams were in St. Louis and they pulled that crap, I'd be like, St. Louis? What? Um, but... Because they're in L.A. and because they've become the team of Hollywood, getting a bunch of actors involved in your promotional videos around the draft, that's that's super smart. And I wonder, like, what kind of money does it take to produce something like that? Do you got to pay Dennis Quaid like you're – I mean, well, you, you have to really pay do. him? Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe do you say to Dennis Quaid, you go, hey, Dennis, you like games? You like to come to games? Well, we got a nice suite here for you. We don't have to pay you cash. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. But, like, my guess is they probably paid him, bro. Like, I'll take the cash. Yeah, and, and I'm sure it's not like a full – I mean, I doubt that it took very much of Dennis Quaid's time other than putting on the wig and the mustache. But it was very funny. I, I thought it was great. I, I wish I knew I mean, who you think, the Rams came up with. you think that Dennis Quaid, like an accomplished actor, isn't getting, like, real makeup done to put the wig and the mustache? You think he's just literally going to, like – La Casa de los Trucos. I don't know if there's one like that, something like that here, but I would imagine like some some like, you know, some some uh, costume shop, you know, and just like <laughs> randomly putting on a fake mustache and a, and a wig on. Like, you think that's what's happening? there? I don't know. It kind of looked like that a little bit. But I wonder who at the Rams came up with. Do they have a Casa de los Trucos here, Laura? I mean, I've been to a lot of cities in, in America where there is such a costume shop in uh, in the uh, in the Latino part of town is what I'm saying. I mean, we are characters. <laughs> I'm just saying, is there such a costume? Like, like, is there like a you know a Halloween shop? Like, like where I grew up, there used to be a place called there's, La Casa de los Trucos, and I, that's what I mean, it was. It was like a Halloween shop. I don't think I, the only ones that I know are like the typical ones here, but like Spirit and stuff, but not a Latino. No, but like one. specifically for la, for Hispanic people is what I'm saying. No, no, not. Okay. I mean, right. people teach me because I haven't seen it. Okay. I no, just want to know whoever right. the person is that was responsible for this concept of this video. Whoever that person is should join us at the Draft House on Friday and visit with us because that was freaking brilliant. What do you think about that, George? Okay, cool. 
I'm glad you liked it. I was just I stunned. I thought we were going to have like a – I was going into this expecting – again, for people that want to – that that ask if we like workshop the show, clearly we don't because I thought he was going to like <laughs> go a completely different direction here. Yeah. Hey, Lindsay. But I like what, it. Lindsay, you know what I just had? Yeah. What? I had an anti-boomer perspective on that whole thing. Good you job, did. Cap. Good job. You did. Right. There Great you go, job. Lindsay. I am there young. You Little small victories. We take them when we get them. Yeah. 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 I am young hey. and cool and contemporary and happening. All right, let's be contemporary and do Big Deal or No Deal next. We're back in two minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Little after 6.30 p.m. in the Southland, 710 ESPN. Sedano and Kappa Live Imaging Tuesday. And it is what we do every weekday at 6.30 p.m. Big deal or no deal. Whoa. No, that's right. Big deal or no deal, right? Yep, yeah. that's where we are. That was a party foul for a moment. Woo. I thought I said the wrong thing, Producer Moore. Big deal or no deal. Take it away. Sit down. Thank you, Christopher. All right, Linz, I'll toss it over to you. And I'll toss it right back to you. No, I'm just kidding. All right, so digital fashion brand RTFKT Studios has launched a brand new NFT called Nike Crypto Kicks. And oh. people have been buying them for astounding price tags. The NFTs were launched on the marketplace OpenSea, and they're selling for as much as one hundred thousand dollars. Wow! So Nike Crypto Kicks. I'll explain it to you real quickly here, Cap. It's a new collection of customizable NFT sneakers, and what sets the Nike Genesis apart from others is that it's separate from the. It has separate skins that can change colors and appearance, all by some fancy fashion designers. So is the fact that people are spending $100,000 for Nike's NFT sneakers, which you can't even wear in real life, a big deal or no deal, Cap? I'm going to say it's a big deal for this reason. Because that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Seriously. I mean, come on. I know plenty of people that got a lot of money in this world, and they would never spend $100,000 on virtual sneakers. None. Not one person that I know who could afford it would ever buy it. You think Warren Buffett's going to be on CNBC going, so Warren... What do you got going on here recently? What's your latest Wait, thoughts but on really? You, so you're literally going to talk about something digital, and you're going to reference Warren Buffett, who is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, stock trader ever. However, was late to every single tech stock that boomed 
in the history of tech stocks. Well, just so you know, George, I was just making a point that when you think about somebody really wealthy and successful, um, this is a guy who likes to fly coach rather than first class. My point is very simply this. $100,000 for a virtual pair of sneakers? Sounds kind of dumb. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I'm sure you spend money on some stuff that was pretty stupid, and most people look at you and think that, uh, you know, that's dumb. I can't think of one thing. I mean, I wouldn't buy a $100,000 virtual uh, NFT, Nike NFT, but I, I, I ain't mad at anybody who does, you know? If that's what you want to spend your money on, so be it. I ain't yeah, here good to, for you. to spend your money. I just think it's dumb. That's all. I think it's a big deal because those things are going to be worth – you know, what if they're worth 10 times that, you know? they And they probably will be. Yeah. And, if they, and if they are, by the way, yeah. then I will then retract. Warren Buffett won't have any. Then I, I will well, retract. Warren Buffett go, won't be around by the right. time it's worth 10 I'll times. I'll be like, so listen, that was a dumb opinion by me. You know, I should have bought a $100,000 pair of virtual sneakers. Yeah. Did you ever buy any crypto, by the way, Cap? I haven't. You could have bought some laces, at least, you know, maybe for like a grand. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it, Bitcoin's been down recently, right? I mean, the market's a little down right now. Now it actually... You know, not any, not advice whatsoever. Actually, but. I, I, not that I, I, right. I mean, listen, here's what I would say. I would actually wait perhaps for it to go a little even further down. That's if you, if I were, if you, if I were buying it, mm-hmm. I would wait a little longer. I see Bitcoin is down today 5% in the 38,000 range. Is that right? Yeah, it usually goes up and down like 5 to 7% like every other day. It's basically for over a year ranged between 30,000 and 60,000. Yeah, I had to stop watching the stock market. I mean, today Apple got smoked down six dollars. I mean, Apple was one hundred and seventy bucks a share about a week and a half ago. Now it's at one fifty six. I mean, just I just stop watching the markets. Buy the dip. That's what they say. Yeah. Yeah, but you got to wait for the dip to stop. To stop dipping. Amazon was down one hundred and thirty three dollars <laughs> today. It's at twenty eight hundred bucks a share. One hundred and thirty three dollars. Well, I'm not even giving you tips. I'm just I'm just reading directly. He's just basically giving the CBS Market Watch report. Well, I'm just looking at some of the stocks <laughs> that I've got here, and I'm looking at these, and I'm going, this is just pathetic what's going on out there. My and goodness. Why do you look at your stocks every day? Well, I, you know I what shouldn't. A, what, what, a really, what a really smart financial person told me once, the, if, if people just literally bought a basket of whatever, assets, let's just call them, right? Stocks, uh, commodities, whatever, right? Crypto, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they just literally let it just sit there for 20 years without looking at it, chances are they're going to have a lot more money. The problem is people see it and they start looking at it every day, and then they panic sell. That's what ends up happening. That's how you end up losing money. Not me. I'm not panic selling anything. I'm just holding tight because it's it's down. It'll all come back. It's like my one coin. I put it in. I bought it in an app that I deleted off my phone. So I never mm. look at it. And I didn't look at it for six months, and I was like, oh, wow, I have a lot of money now. There you wow, go. how about that? All right, what's next? Then? All right, so following the Celtics' first-round sweep of the Nets, Kyrie Irving made it clear that he intends on staying in Brooklyn next season. Mm-hmm. And in his post-game press conference, there was one part of his message that stood out to fans mostly in a negative way. Here is what he said. When I say I'm, I'm here with Kev, I think that it really entails us you know, managing this franchise together alongside Joe and, and Sean and um, just our, our group of family members that we have in, in our locker room and our, in our organization. So a lot of people pointing out his use of, you know, him saying he's the one, like, they're, they're going to be managing the managing. team. Yeah. He does not mention Steve Nash, the coach, anywhere in that. So are his comments a big deal or no deal, Sedano? I mean, they're a big deal because they're – just, I mean, you want to talk about somebody who just doesn't know how to read the room, right? Like, I mean, for the love of God. I mean, he might have thought the, you know, 
All right, you know what? I'm not going to get into the whole flat earth stuff because it's just too, too low hanging fruit. The whole what stuff? Flat, flat earth. earth. Oh, flat earth. Sorry. God. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Kevin Durant did mention Steve Nash and said that Steve Nash got a raw deal because of everything that had transpired this season, yada, yada, yada. So at least Kevin Durant um, took the adult, uh, became the adult in the room yesterday. Uh, I, I just think Kyrie is just. He's like, sometimes I feel like he's not on the same planet as us. Uh, and that was not a flat earth joke. Um, it just, Although it would have been a really good one. It was yeah. funny, though. Um, it, it's just like, bro, really? Like, yeah. And, and and look, I've only had very limited positive interactions with him personally. Um, and I don't think he wants to be, he wants my advice anyway. Uh, but I, if I could, I'd just be like, bro, just can you just, can you think of it this way for a second? You know what I mean? And like, and just wonder if it like would sink in and just let him kind of get it and understand. But yeah, I, I, it just feels like it's a little tone deaf for lack of a better phrase. I'm going to say no deal on Kyrie Irving's postgame comments, mostly because I don't hear anything he says. He is, he is honestly, in my opinion, you really the, despise him. Don't you? He is the most annoying person that I can think of in all of sports. He is. Wow, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I, mean, t- I can yeah, t- think of a lot more. No, well, Darren Ravel is still the most annoying. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Darren Ravel is a different different category, George. He's a media member, not in sports. Yeah. Kyrie Irving, his lack of understanding of how his choices impact other people. It's why I told you guys at the beginning of the year, my daughter came home with a brand new pair of Nike Kyrie's. And I said to her, do you know who Kyrie Irving is? And she said, no, they're just like the sneakers. They're cool. I'm like, yeah, well, you're returning them. And we return those Kyries because I don't want my kid wearing his shoes because he's a terrible teammate. So I don't even hear him. So annoying. You know, I mean, the fact that he owned up to it and said, Are you like, like John Cena-ing right there? I don't see you. I don't yeah, hear you. Right. And I'm putting my hand in front of my face. Right. Yeah. Okay. But he did own up to it, though, Cap. He said, like, yes, I, I recognize now. He did say that, but it's still tone deaf. Right. Like, but like saying? I told you, I don't, I don't like, hear what he says. Like, because like, exactly what. That franchise needs is more of Kyrie's input uh, and and more power for Kyrie, right? That's no, what, exactly what, what, what they need is another thirty games out of him. Yeah. Now, Lindsay, I know you have a different opinion of Kyrie Irving because he brought you a championship, and so therefore, as a fan of a team, you have adoration for him because he did something great for your team that you were cheering. Right, but for. I don't think Lindsay doesn't realize. I, I think Lindsay could be objective and also say, yes, he won my team a championship, but he's also uh, a little out there. <laughs> I, I agree with that, but I also, I will say that I think that he's, I don't think, I think he means well. I really don't think that he means to let, he's, you know, trying to be malicious or anything. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think that I either. think he's just, he's just on a different plane than everybody else as far as like his, That's his view on the world. one way to describe it, yeah. Right, and I just think he's misunderstood, and, and honestly, like, not to get too grandiose about it, but you know, in Lakers in winning time, you know how Kareem is towards like they they portray him towards the first couple episodes and just how he's like it's bigger than basketball. Like this is my whole life we're talking about, and like I feel like you know you he he, he appears to be a bad teammate in that sense where he's more focused on himself. He's kind of a selfish person. I feel like Kyrie's trying to be like that, but he's, well, he's yeah, also but the kind difference of a selfish is, player on the floor too. Yeah, the difference is Kareem played. Well, Kyrie played up until this. Well, you know? no, but I'm, but Kyrie missed however many games it was this year. 
because rather than doing what was the okay, selfless thing to do for sure. his teammates. And I don't agree with that. I'm just saying in general, like generally speaking, as far as Kyrie goes, this isn't the first time that he's done something that people think is, you know, off. Listen, I'm sure he's a sweetheart of a guy if you're friends with the guy. I find him to be the most annoying person in sports. Kevin Durant's a, a very close number two. <laughs> close number two? That's right. What'd Kevin Durant do? Kevin Durant spends so much time replying to people in social media. I mean, so do you. No, not anywhere near what Kevin Durant does. Oh, I don't know. I feel like you. you if, if we're doing it per capita of Twitter followers, you're close. Oh, yeah, percentage-wise, 100%. Yep, you're right. You're right. Okay, well, I mean, listen. Um, well, all right, who well, cares I don't, if, he, I, if that's what he does? How does that make him annoying? Like, if that's what I find him to, to be annoying. I, I find the fact that everybody talks about him being the greatest By player. By the way, did we just, when we put, the, we put that mirror up to your face? How yeah, it kind of hurt. It hurt a little bit. Yeah. It did. It hurt a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I've got him as a close number two. These are my power rankings of annoying guys in sports. Kyrie one, KD two. It's my power ranking list. I'm staying with it. I think KD is hilarious. But anyway, our last one here. So a woman who fell into an outhouse at a national forest near Seattle was rescued by state firefighters over the weekend. She fell into the toilet attempting to retrieve her cell phone that had fallen in. <laughs> so first, she disassembled the toilet before using dog leashes to tie herself down the stall while she reached for the phone. So she basically used these leashes to like try and like uh, leverage herself down into it, but she fell headfirst into the outhouse. Oy vey. So is going after your phone in the outhouse a big deal or no deal, Cap? I'm going to say it's a big deal for this reason. It goes to show you how truly addicted people are to their phones. Rather than think to yourself, you know what? It's all backed up in the cloud. I'll put in an insurance claim, and I'll get a new phone, and I'll get all my information back. People are so addicted to their phones that they will try something so dumb as to use a dog leash to lower them into it. Now, what did you call this thing? Because I, I saw it the Outhouse, way you described toilet, yeah, pit yeah. toilet, whatever you want to call well, it. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's not just something you can reach your arm into. Obviously, you got to go climb down into it. It's a hole into the ground that is clear, cleared out for the purpose of using the restroom. But a lot of times they have like a little toilet over the top of it, like a yeah. toilet seat, you know? You guys ever have an experience like this? I did at Disneyland. Um, you know, my son was very young at the time. And we were in the boys' room, and I was helping them, you know, clean whatever. They had and outhouses at Disneyland. No, they had bathrooms. They had toilets. They had toilets. Say, good man, question, though. Man, you're very a lot good question. Than I thought. Very, Random very Chris solid question. There. Yeah, it's great. Actually, right. Uh, no, so so my son, he's like a little kid at the time, and I'm wearing a pair of sunglasses on my head, and they fall off my head and into the toilet. And now my sunglasses are in the same toilet with, uh, you know, stuff. By the way, Laura, do you like the way I'm self-editing right there? Because I would normally say duty. But anyway, I didn't. <laughs> you just said just it anyway. It. Oh, my bad. Uh, so anyway, but I wanted those sunglasses. And I was willing to reach in and get That's them nasty. and then clean them. Gross. Yeah. But I'm not putting a dog leash together to go down. Let it go. Some hole. No chance. Get a new phone. What do you say, George? No, hell no, bro. Where I go camping, they have outhouses. And it's quite unpleasant and now in my older age i realized you know i'm done with these uh the cabins that don't have the the flush toilets in them and a couple of years ago i started opting for the you know the cottages with the, the toilets because the outhouse i just can't do it anymore it's too it's too gross yeah and if you drop your phone in there you're screwed you know yeah, i don't bring my phone in there the outhouse that's, that's oh, really rule, rule number one. Oh. you don't bring your phone or anything like a flashlight people drop flashlights in outhouses all the time it's just like well too bad like never talk about fight club yeah. Don't exactly. take your phone in the outhouse. Yeah. Yeah.
All right, that is Big Deer No Deal each and every day at 6.30. One more segment to go. Uh, oh, I know what Cap wanted to talk about. You want to talk about this Jake Paul, Mike Tyson thing. Let's do that, that on the other side. All right, let's finish it up with that. We're back in two minutes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, indeed. A live imaging Tuesday on Sedano and Cap. Also at All Disco Tuesday. Little Bee Gees action for our final segment, Cap. Love the Bee Gees. But here's why we're playing more than a woman. Because someone has slid headfirst. Into producer Laura's DMs. Uh oh. I mean, that kind of happens a lot. Wait, what? They that slide a lot. a lot. Head first. Hold on. Here comes the hook. Here it goes, Cap. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. More than a woman to me. So, what do we got popping in the DMs, producer Laura? <laughs> all right. So, I got hit up and it says, hearing all the disco got me thinking of y'all in retro outfits. You and Lindsay dress like Charlie's Angels. Mm. Cap dressed like one of the Bee Gees, and Sedano dressed like Vildum, William Valderrama from the 70s show. Oh. It's a good character. Yeah. I don't think you're feeling it. <laughs> I would like to dress up. If I were going to be one of the Bee Gees, I want to be, I think his name is Maurice. Maurice, yes. He's the one with the beard who's yeah. got the real high-pitched voice that we're listening to right mm-hmm. now. This is Isn't the this is dead? the Bee Gee I want to be. They're all dead, except oh, one. okay. Which one's alive? Yeah, they're old. You want to yeah. be the dead one. No, it's not just the old. They've had a lot of tragedy, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Tragedy! Yes. When you're feeling right around and find it's tragedy! It's true. You know, I had bell bottoms on today, too, and they changed. Did you? Oh, right. no I, way! I, yeah, like, there was, like, huge flares, and I was just like, yeah, it might be a little much to wear to work. Right, it's live imaging Tuesday. It's Disco I didn't Tuesday. Know. I had disco no idea. Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, I did. I'll wear yeah. them next week, for sure. There yeah, you go. I'm sure they're lit. Yeah. There, I actually have, I was wearing them at Disney World. I got a lot of compliments on them when I wore them to Epcot. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now we cap final segment right now. Thank oh you. yeah! All right, so this cap, go ahead, talk about Mike Tyson and Jake Paul. All right, this stuff is so stupid. All right, go so ahead. listen to me. You, you, you know, laughing, I mean, I really, I really, I, it really bothers me, George, that you don't like this. It oh really my pisses God, me it's off. So annoying. No, like, it's not annoying. Like, it's great. I, I think, I think that Jake Paul doing the stuff he does for UFC fighters. Fighting those guys is smart because those guys don't make anywhere near the money that they would make with him in these pay-per-views. That makes some sense to me. But the Mike Tyson thing, like, who wants to see this? Me. Ay. All right, I bet I'm not alone. Now, here's the story. You're alone. Oh, no, I don't think so. No, he's not alone. That's the problem. No, from us, from us, from us. I so, mean, I kind of want to see it only oh, because <laughs> Mike Tyson has made it a point to say that he thinks he's, like, a, actually a really good boxer. Well, look, the story is this. That when Floyd Mayweather fought Manny Pacquiao back in 2015, that is the all-time record for pay-per-view buys at $4.6 million. If you take Mike Tyson and his fame and the interest and the curiosity of what would a 55-year-old Mike Tyson be like against a young kid who's not really a boxer but is trying, and this kid's got, I don't know exactly what the number of subscribers he has on, on YouTube. Lot. But it's millions and millions and millions. And the people who are subscribers to Jake Paul, they follow and consume 
whatever it is that he asks them no, to follow I, I get and consume. It. And, he, and I've met him. He's a super nice dude. Like, I'm, I'm saying this, and again, I love what he does for the UFC fighters, but this... This is a circus to me. Of course it's a circus, but even if he fights a UFC fighter, it's a circus. No, so, but, it's, but but there's at least a, 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 like, he's playing chess there. Because the issue, uh, you know, a lot of fighters in the UFC aren't, aren't thrilled about their pay scale. He gets them paid. And when I saw him at Staples Center, pre-crypto, I said that to him. I said, hey, I like what you're doing with the UFC fighters, man. That, I think that's really smart. I like the way you're playing chess instead of checkers there. And he's like, oh, man, I really appreciate it. Like, that stuff I, I'm, I can get down with. This, to me, is silly. Come on. Well, let me ask everybody a question. If Jake Paul, who's 25 years old, who's in pretty good-looking shape, I mean, guy gets into the ring, doesn't put it, you know, takes his shirt off, guy looks great. Um, guy is clearly putting in the time in the gym. So I'm asking, 25-year-old Jake Paul versus 55-year-old Mike Tyson, A, would it break the all-time record of 4.6 million buys, number one, and two, what would your expectation be as the result in that fight? Jake Paul's going to win, man. He's too young. Like, Mike Tyson's old, bro. I don't know. Did you see him beat up that guy at the plane? Yeah, the drunk guy (laughs) on the JetBlue flight that was annoying him? Yeah. Right. I mean, no. Look... Jake so, Paul wins. That's so the whole you think, point of all this stuff. Okay, see, I would I would bet, George, that most people would say Mike Tyson wins. But uh, what I'm telling you is, if you watch if you watch any of those fights, you know Jake Paul wins. Well, this is why I want the fight to happen. Because, number one, can they break the all-time pay-per-view record at $4.6 million? In my opinion, 100% guaranteed, done deal, they break the record. That's one. Who said what, it? How, what are you basing this off of? I'm basing it off of, to this day, people are still very interested in Mike Tyson. That's number one. But Jake Paul is far and away a much bigger star than Mike Tyson today. And with all of his subscribers on YouTube, all of his followers on Twitter and Instagram, wherever else, they will buy this fight. So what I'm saying to you is is that a fight between Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao is a great fight for fight fans, and it even has some mass appeal outside of just boxing fans. This is a spectacle. This is, you think Jake Paul wins because he's 25. I assume Mike Tyson goes in there and kills him, even at 55. So there's, like, to me... Do you want to make a bet? Well, let's first see if the fight comes to be. And if the fight comes to be, then yes, of course I'll oh, want to make it. Oh, it's happening. Bet. He's already agreed to it. It's happening for sure. Really? Is it signed, sealed, and delivered? Well, according to Mike Tyson, he's, he said he's agreed to I don't know if they've signed paperwork, but he's verbally agreed to it. Well, good. Now, who do you think would win, Lindsay? You know, I actually don't know. Because okay, so you guys are talking about it, and I'm thinking to myself, I would first I would say Mike Tyson, no doubt. But then... Like I said, I've been I've been hearing a lot of people in like the UFC and boxing world say that like this guy's actually he's not like a joke like we first thought he was. He's not just some dude on YouTube. He's been training for boxing and he's actually pretty good. And Mike Tyson, before he agreed to this fight, you know, six months, nine months ago, was saying he's actually a pretty good fighter. Like I think, you know, if he keeps training and I, I think it was Floyd Mayweather, too, who even said he's he's kind of good. So, okay. so so my assumption is Mike Tyson walks into the ring. And I still see Mike Tyson from 1989, and he's the baddest man on the planet, and he's just going to look at Jake Paul, and he's going to crumble. George, you obviously don't feel that way. No, you feel like Jake Paul's going to beat be Mike Tyson. It'll be a show, man. Jake Paul will win in the end. I mean, he's 25. He's half his age, so I guess I think that I would have to give him the edge because of his age. Well, I'm going to give the edge to Mike Tyson. And, you know, 
I feel like a lot of people will want to see this. And I feel like they I'm can sure break the all-time record. a lot record. of people. I mean, what what is Jake Paul's highest pay-per-view been? I don't know that. That's a good question. That I do I not know. I thought you'd be armed with that, considering you were sitting there breaking down pay-per-view numbers. Let's see here. Uh, Tyson last fought in 2020 against Roy Jones. They had 1.5 million pay-per-views, pay-per-view buys. Now, think about that. If Mike Tyson against Roy Jones has... His highest is 1.5 million. That's Jake Paul's? Yes. All right, so you take Jake Paul at 1.5 million, you take Mike Tyson at 1.5 million, and you uh, now you have a bunch of promotion for this fight. 1.5 million short. I think they can get there. 1.6 actually. I think they can get there. I really do. No, they're and not by the making way, the pay-per-view record. You let me sure ask you, you this. Ma- do you want to make that bet? Sure, I'll make, make the, the bet, bet on the pay-per-view. I'll, I'll make the bet, but here's the thing. Until the 4. fight 6, is 4.6, it breaks the all-time record. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Why are you so bad at this? What do you mean bad at it? But so good at it. Thank you. What are you talking about? What are we betting? Well, last time we bet, I wound up having to buy you a very expensive bottle of wine. It wasn't that expensive. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a I could have gone like Michael does. Uh, MT does like the special select, which is like $180. Okay. Well, what do you want to bet? Uh, I, you tell me, Captain. Well, I'd like that bottle of wine back. Okay. Oh, that's what you're going to bet? You probably already drank it. Oh, I mean, I can have another one for you, but that <laughs> means if you lose, then you have to give me another bottle. I don't mind Double giving you another nothing. bottle. I don't mind giving you another bottle because I'm that confident that Mike Tyson and Jake Paul break the all-time, break the all-time record. record. Okay, that's right. fair enough. And, by the way, and let's, work, place, let's, got, play, let's right. place a secondary <laughs> bet, which is who wins the fight. Oh, we'll do that when we get with the fight's official. Okay? All right. All right. Congratulations all right. to your Miami Heat who just won their series. Victor Oladipo, man, good for that guy. He's been gone, much like Clay Thompson, was gone for the game from a lo- for a long time and uh, has played really well in this series, and he played well in spite of Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry be out. So that's kind of a cool moment for him. Um, by the way, anybody could have had him. <clears throat> anybody could have had him. Just saying, for the NBA teams in this town. Hmm. So, anyhow, excellent work, that. Scott Kaplan. Yeah, great job, everybody. Fun day today. Great job, Christopher, as well. I, he feels Lit. like I always neglect him. I think situations. if he wins the bet, okay, we have to play $25,000 pyramid. For no. Like a no. <laughs> no. I, How no. do we get roped into yeah. the bet? We're not bro. sanctioning that. No, no. No, I veto that. Yeah, no. I veto no. that. No. no. Lindsay and Laura, excellent work, as no. always. All right, uh, what's up next? Ducks Ducks hockey? Yes, yes. Ducks sharks. Ducks and sharks. The battle of the Bay versus L.A. Sort of. Kind of. The <laughs> Bay really, versus I'm the OC. Just, yeah, it's the OC versus Silicon Valley, basically. It's not even the Bay. San Jose is not the Bay either. Right. Uh, so there you go. Silicon Valley versus the OC. That's next. See ya. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.